Montana. And I'm Samantha. And you're listening to Reaper Tales. And doors slamming close, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, kids. And today we're going to tell you about UFOs or UAPs, whichever um, you want to go with. But what is It's true. They call them UAPs now. Okay, sure. Uh, What is it? Unidentified aerial phenomena? Yeah, that's it. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, whatever. We're going to tell you about that. But before we get started, me, what are we drinking? We're drinking the UFO cocktail. Uh, You're going to get... Because why not? Yeah. I mean, whatever. Uh, And this is just a Lucy Goose cocktail uh, that I found. You're going to get like a highball glass and you're going to... You can hear seven in the background. A little bit. Uh, And you're going to fill that glass... Uh, one third of the way with orange gin, orange. Oh yeah, gin. you're not kidding. Yeah, the yeah, uh, measurements. There are no measurements, by the way. <laughs> it's a loosey goosey, and then you're gonna Just fill eyeball it. It'll be fine. Fill the rest That's of it. How up I live my life with bitter lemon soda. Uh, if you don't have bitter lemon soda, just use a lemon soda and put some bitters in it. Uh, that's I had never heard of bitter lemon soda, but whatever. No. Add some ice cubes and. There you go. That's your UFO. Uh, I when I was looking for other drink pairings, uh, I was like UFO, UAP, you know, cocktails, blah blah blah. And I was like, there's not any real like great ones for UFOs. So I started looking at alien ones, and um, don't do that. <laughs> okay. Don't do because they're all like gross. They're like alien urine, alien. Gross. blood sample alien like yeah it's it's re- it's real nasty um for all of you out there that are making these cocktails shame on you anyways come up with better names yeah um please cheers, cheers. i mean they sound good but like <laughs> no thanks all right so i think you're gonna get us started Acor- according to you yes according um, to me I, I run everything and i i can't run anything so i don't know why you let me do this because I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this was all your idea. <laughs> I know. I know. All right. Well, um, so I guess I will start us off uh, about UFOs in Alabama. And I know what you're thinking. There's no way that Alabamians have seen or reported UFO sightings. Like, that's just crazy. But actually, there's been 1,364 sightings documented from this date, with the oldest sighting dating back to the 1930s. Wow. It's not a lot compared to some states, but it's also (laughs) not the least. Okay. No, it's not. There's actually, um, I I was looking up like analytical data on the UAP um, record. There's a website for UAPs where you can go and like record them. And they have a heat map where you can see like statistics on which states have recorded whatever and how many have recorded like how many have been recorded this year this month this week and north carolina has 52 this year so far so go and check that out for alabama all right well i have i I can't compete with the that number for the year huntsville um which is actually known as alabama's rocket city another door I guess this episode will be brought to you by slamming doors. Um, <laughs> Huntsville alone has seen 107 of these of the sightings of the 1364. And in 2023, um, there have been 32 as of August 9th. And the recordings or reportings have been for anywhere from a few seconds to as long as three hours long. Well, what's interesting, not, it's not really that interesting, um, but it makes sense that it would happen. But this year they, they've seen a spike. They've actually seen a spike since 2019 of recorded UAPs and UFOs, uh, or UFOs, um, Why? Because people are at home and they have nothing better to do than to look up in the sky and record things when they see them. Yeah. Well that, and there's more like technology that's advancing and, you know, there could be some people who go to like a court proceeding and say that there are aliens that you can't boink, um, which make p- 
people think they see things that they don't. <laughs> so fair. Very fair. Well, according to AL.com, quote, notations range from a really weird sighting in Hoover to a daytime sighting of a chevron-shaped craft in Fultondale, which, incidentally, is a little bit closer to me than I expected. Surrounded by, or it says, quote, surrounded by a clear bubble around it with a mist swirling and trailing a short distance behind it, end quote, which is an interesting description. I think it that's has just, a clear bubble around it. I think this. that's just uh, Glinda the Good Witch. <laughs> that's kind of the image that I got in my head. <laughs> <laughs> was her name Glinda? I think it was Glinda. I think it was, yeah. <laughs> there are only four reports listed from five, the Deca- and I think I pronounced that right, the DeKalb ca- County town known as the state's UFO capital, and none of its listed sightings include the fabled 1989 outbreak. So I know what you're thinking. Do you? What? 1989 outbreak in Fife? Have you heard of it? No, I'm not. I don't <laughs> think you know what I'm thinking. I, don't I would rather not, thinking. honestly. I was being facetious. <laughs> Um, I, yeah, I don't, I don't pretend to genuinely know what you're thinking and I frequently don't ask to be perfectly frank. So, um, I'm sure I'm not the only one to say that they've never heard of it. So let's take some time to discuss it. And that's what my episode, my part of the episode is going to be about. Okay. So no one was more surprised than me to learn that this happened in good old Alabama. Um, we have people that will say things like, a tornado came through and they're like, I thought it was a train, but you were missing the woo woo. Yeah. That actually happened on a, on a news station. So yes, it did happen. Um, And apparently Fife was proclaimed to be the UFO capital of the state of Alabama in 1989 by the state legislator. Based on what the town reports to have seen on the night of February 10th, 1989. It's probably their only claim to fame. Pretty much, yeah. Let's give it to them. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's basically it. So I'm actually going to read the whole article from AL.com because it's got a lot of quotes from the people that actually saw it, and it has a really good outlay, and I just wasn't going to sit there and try to pretend that I was writing this article myself. So we're just going to read it straight from AL.com. I'm here for it. So all of this will kind of be, um, this is all just straight from the article, which will be linked in our show notes as always. So five police police chief junior Garmany now deceased and his assistant chief Fred works said they witnessed a large triangular craft with lights hovering over the town, which is situated on Alabama 75 West of, of Fort Payne. The event created a buzz attracting local and national media and throngs of people hoping to see the unexplained phenomenon. One resident described the UFO <laughs> I can't wait to hear this because people in Alabama have the most eloquent vocabulary I've ever heard. One one resident described the UFO as a banana, which was somewhat ridiculed by local media at the time. (coughs) (coughs) What? Take a drink. Oh my god. They do uh, like their phallic shape. <laughs> uh, and then it says, looked like a blimp, maybe. Well, what, what kind of... I'm sorry. Okay, one said it's a blimp and one said it's a banana. One is more oval than the other. This is true. What kind of penis are they pointing out in the sky? Also, by the way... One of the funniest parts about this is when they when I first read this and I saw a banana, the immediate image that popped into my mind was not a banana that was completely intact. It was one that was like half open. <laughs> I was like, that doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. Oh my God. <laughs> so yeah, um, one thing that Alabamians are great at, it's descriptive, uh, you know, words. Anyway. So on Thursday, Works gave a detailed account of the events on the night that changed Fife forever. It all started on a Friday night when Works was at the police station waiting to be relieved by Garmony. 
yeah, Carmony, who was going to work that night shift. We received a phone call. The dispatcher turned and told me that there was a lady that had called in basically a UFO. She had something in she had seen something in the sky that she could not identify, and she'd been watching it for 45 minutes, work said. Work said there was actually two separate incidents that night involving the unidentified craft. Together, Works and Garmony, who had just reported for duty, rode to the location of the suspected UFO sighting. Once they got near the caller's location, Work said he did he did see an object in the sky. I told Junior, I said, that may be what she's looking at right there. Um, you don't say. <laughs> <laughs> there can't have been that many objects in the sky that she couldn't identify. But, you know, you never know. That might the, be it. The critical thinking skills <laughs> on this guy. I mean, detective who? Kudos. And we st- <laughs> we stopped to observe it for a moment. And it looked like a streetlight in the distance. But it was out of place, he said. And I mean, a streetlight in the sky is also going to be out of place, sir. <laughs> is it is, connected to anything currently? This, this is not Harry Potter. We're, it's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, the pair watched the object as it began to move as they got closer to it. Work said it was moving southeast toward the town of Geraldine, away from the officers. Works called the Geraldine police chief on the radio, and he reported seeing an object that looked like, quote, a blimp to me. Works and Garmony followed the object, but it got smaller and smaller as it drifted southward towards Collinsville. The report of the object went viral on various police radio channels in the area, and Works and Garmony met with other law enforcement personnel at a place called Dawson, roughly between Crossville and Collinsville, and observed the craft go across the valley until it disappeared. Soon telephone lines were flooded with calls from concerned residents about the lights in the sky, including a man from Licks, from Licks Skillet, which I didn't actually realize was a real city. These, that's not a real place in Alabama. <laughs> Apparently it is, who sold his, who said his wife was upset about the object and was hysterical. Well. Ma'am, calm down. Was it the object in the sky that she was upset about? Asking just for clarification. He said, this thing is over my cattle out here and making them go wild. And I'm about to go out and shoot at it. (laughs) That's the only way you handle something in the South. (laughs) Every time, every story. We were going to go out and shoot at it, or we did go out and shoot at it. Whether All of these stories. Whether it's aliens or it's a hurricane can be stopped with bullets. Or a tornado. Or a tornado. Why not? <laughs> we had a lot of fun made of us, quote. The second encounter happened when Garmony and Works were on their way back to Fife. A police officer from Crossville reported on the police radio that a large object flew over him at a low altitude. Garmony and Works pulled off the road and got out of the police vehicle to see if they could see it. Soon a craft appeared, flying towards the officers. Works described it as a thick craft. Me (laughs) too. (laughs) (laughs) Tucker agrees. You knew I was going to say it. Yes, I did. (laughs) Oh, I knew you were going to love these descriptions anyway. It was apparent that it was going to fly right over us, Work said. Work said they watched the silent craft fly over their heads at a speed of 300 miles per hour. You know, because he just sighted that. There's no way they go that that far. Like 300, I don't think they do. This was totally by eye. He just knew. That, that's 300 miles an hour right there. And it was on its way towards Gunnersville. We saw a craft. It wasn't just lights. It was a craft. And it was not a fixed winged aircraft, Work said. Well, that's a little bit more descriptive, but also, okay. Work said there were three big lights that appeared to shine on the craft itself, which appeared to be about 2,000 to 3,000 feet wide. That's Okay. Work said that we get at like guesstimating like measurements. I mean, the difference between 2,000 and 3,000 feet. I mean, we're just guesstimating here. But yeah, 300 miles, 2,000, 3,000 feet, you know, ballpark. Somewhere around there. 
Works said that when a person mentions UFOs to others, they think of little green men in flying saucers. This is true. Myself and Junior, neither one never mentioned little green men in flying saucers. A lot of the reporters, for whatever reason, wanted to conjure up little green men in flying saucers. We had a lot of fun made of us. I know the people at Fife were embarrassed about some of it, Works said. As Probably. they should be. It's a little... Not a lot of description is provided here, so... I mean, it's kind of... There's, there's too much that doesn't make sense. And doesn't line up at all. No. So later in the article, there's a first-hand account provided by Brandy, uh, Brandy, Brandy Clayton, Fife's town clerk and magistrate. Quote, I had a personal experience. It would have been my junior year, which would have been in 92, of something unexplained. And I didn't reach out to anybody about it except for my family, said Clayton. I was a cheerleader and I was leaving from a basketball game. And on my way home, I seen this object in the sky. And it stayed in that one place and didn't move, Clayton said. And even when I pulled into my driveway to go in and get someone, it was over the tree line and I could still see it. It was very visible. All I could see was a bunch of lights, but definitely unexplainable. I seen it for a good five miles and all of a sudden it disappeared. And the way it was hovering, not making a noise and stuff, I'm not looking for any kind of attention, Clayton added. Clayton told her parents of the strange encounter, but when they all went to look for it, the craft had mysteriously disappeared. Clayton said the craft looked, quote, typical, whatever that means, and not like the banana-shaped craft reportedly seen or years before. Well, but then what's typical? That's exactly, the, that's, the, that's it. Because so um, all, we, all we've heard is about this banana balloon. Basically. Uh, what? It changes shape. Okay. Clayton and her parents laughed it off. I don't know where in the world anybody came up with a banana, she said. People had a heyday with it. The Fife banana. I truly believe they saw it. Uh, okay. Okay. Another account by a state trooper, Ron Ogletree, was provided about the incident. First of all, I will say this, and you may feel free to quote, retired state trooper Ron Ogletree says, the federal government is lying through their teeth about the UFOs, period. Have been and will continue to be. Now that's my opinion, he said. Ogletree remembers the five UFO incident quite well. At the time of the 18, 1989 sighting, I was post commander at the Gadsden Post, which includes Etowah, Cherokee, and DeKalb counties, he said. Whatever Fred Works tells you that he and Junior Garmony saw in 1989, you quote them as being factual. I didn't see that, but I know Fred and I knew Jun Junior Garmony. What those two officers said they saw, I truly believe they actually saw it, Ogletree said. Or believed they saw it. Just saying. Yeah. Ogletree said that during the 1989 sighting, his troop commander sent him and a group of other troopers to Fife. That town was a madhouse during that flap, Ogletree said. Never heard term the term I've flat, never heard flat that way, but that's interesting. Okay. Maybe it's a new term that he was trying to coin. I don't know. Sure. A, a detail of troopers, about six of us. We were sent there for a specific purpose of hopefully spotting and identifying, or at least spotting, what they had claimed to have seen. The two police officers and other citizens of the town of Fife. We never saw anything like that, he said. Could it have been a prank? On Wednesday, the lunchtime crowd shuffled in and out of the town's only Mexican restaurant, San Antonio. <laughs> Sounds like the town I grew up in. So also, it, it actually probably is. Could it have been a prank? How did oh, somebody no, get no, a banana no, no, no. to oh, hover? Wait. Hang on. Yeah, it gets better. It gets better, I promise. Okay. A Henniger, I guess is a, is a town, a Henniger man who refused to give his name, red flag I mean, number I one, I would too, said the UFO sighting was all a prank. The man said ropes and pulleys were used to create the effect that dazzled residents that night in 1989. Sir. <laughs> what? What kind of... What What kind of device with ropes and pulleys... Where are you putting these Looks pulleys? like a craft in the air. Looks like a banana, first of all, with lights in that the air. That is 3,000 feet long. <laughs> That can move well, two to three hundred miles per hour. That really good ropes and pulleys. Just uh, the best ropes and pulleys. It was the entire budget for the year for the town for everything. They just spent it all on this prank on ropes and pulleys yep. and a very large banana. Well, Ogletree dismissed this prank theory. He said, "There's no way people could rig 
ropes, and pulleys to achieve what was seen that night, because the craft was spotted flying over Geraldine before entering Fife. It tra- this is true detective work, I'm telling you. It traveled too far. It was too large. They didn't make that up. I'll go to my grave believing what they said they saw, Ogletree said. My man. Okay. He's standing up for him. There was also an article on thecrimsonwhite.com that had an interesting take on the account. And I'll go over it pretty, it's uh, much more brief, but with work's eyes on the sky, Garmony pointed the car south and found a place to pull over in the wide circular driveway of a local farmer. They got out of the car and looked around. I turned and looked back to the east, work said, and I saw a craft flying coming straight at us over the tree line. Okay. So much more like descriptive of where they were and how they pulled over and where and they why pulled is it over. always a farm? It's, I don't know. There is farmland, but there's not really that much. Not there. So, um, there's another part of that article um, where, I think this is from Leah Goggins, but Works assumed it must have been a plane, but as the craft neared, he realized there was something not quite right about the oncoming craft. Works asked Garmony to shut off the car engine, and the eerie quiet that followed confirmed his suspicion about the craft, Works said. It was deadly silent. I think that's just you cutting your car off. <laughs> but this craft is coming to them, and there's no noise. That is fair. If a craft is coming at you, and you're used to, like, helicopters, airplanes, yeah. airplanes jets, you're going to hear a lot of noise. It would be really eerie if an, a huge craft was coming at you at 300 miles an hour, and you didn't hear anything. What if he just like lost his hearing temporarily? Or they were all know, would on that mushrooms. be weirder? They were what? All on mushrooms. Oh well, yeah. Somebody <laughs> somebody mixed it in the water. As it flew overhead, work scanned it for identifying markings but came up empty. All he could take in was a dark triangle flying against the starry sky so big that it would have taken so big that it would have taken holding a beach ball at arm's length overhead to block it from his sight. That's a very weird description. So wait, we went from banana to <laughs> balloon to a well, now, typical shape. Now it's a triangle. Yeah, now it's a triangle, a dark triangle. This thing is a master of shape shifting. I mean, it's alien technology. I, I wouldn't put anything past it. True. Knowing there was something off about the not plane, Works was still hesitant to consider that it was a UFO. Instead, he surmised that what others might consider a space booger. <laughs> yeah, I can. <sighs> Could have been a military aircraft. Why is everything called a booger? Like, remember when I did the, um, <laughs> what was it? The Takalaka monster <laughs> that she yeah, called it a booger too. Like, that's the only thing that we can, that's the only word that we can come up with. Sorry. That's multiple cases and things like that that you've covered. They've called it a booger. And I just got to say, like, if you're from Alabama and or around Alabama and you find yourself, I don't know, talking to a news outlet or making a report for a police case or anything like that, I, I implore you, find a different term. Or- <laughs> There's going to be a podcast that's going to find the transcript <laughs> in 20 years, and they're going to quote you. <laughs> please, please. Anything. Uh, anything. Else. Anything. It will be fine. Oh, my God. I would think it was probably government property or something, Work said. It was probably some kind of new craft that we might not know about for 10 years in the future, which is fair. I mean, that's fair. I don't know why it would be in Alabama, but okay. It's, it wasn't that far from Fort Payne, so maybe. Who knows? Work said he hadn't even planned to mention the encounter except he imagined as a war story passed down at family gatherings. That idea is familiar to others who've seen UFOs. In fact, multiple UFO spotters have visited Works to get their stories off their chests. People are always calling to talk to Fred, five-town clerk Randy Clayton said. But when reporters got wind of the story, Works and the city were inundated with outside opinions and inquiries, obviously. While some spectators were purely curious, others painted the town in an inaccurate light. The media wanted to put words in my mouth then, Work said. Wanted to put you on camera, have a reporter come up and stick a microphone in my face. So, Chief Works, you saw a flying saucer. And I'd say, the last flying saucer I saw, my ex-wife threw at me. <laughs> That's 
sir. I, I noticed that he mentioned ex-wife and not current, probably because yeah. that would be the next flying saucer he would see. No kidding. So maybe we'll do another episode and I can cover other sightings that have happened in the state because obviously there have been more. But this was obviously the most famous one. With it being seen by around 50 or more people, um, you know, it was obviously the most famous. But also what's weird is that even though it was seen by 50 or more people, and I find it hard to refute claims and reports by multiple people in one area, um, it's it's odd that there was like no proof whatsoever, nothing's been substantiated, and it wasn't even included in one of the reports of the 1300 that I mentioned earlier. Obviously, the pulley idea is a bit far-fetched, which I feel like that couldn't have been his best theory, but Apparently, it's the one he decided to go with. But could it have been completely fabricated? I mean, I guess so. Mass mass hysteria is kind of a thing. But also, it seems a little weird that it would be that many people. And it's not just from Fife either. It was from like two different towns, too. So, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I (laughs) I wrote in here. I was like, so what do you think? Because for me... I'll say, as I always say, every time Sophia asks me if I believe in aliens, because she has asked me more than once, I think it's amazingly self-centered and egotistical to think we're the only sentient, technologically advanced life in all of the galaxies and universes, let alone the only ones able to communicate to the level that we've have attained, which is not that much. Yeah, I'm 100% open that there is other life out there and that they may have attempted to communicate with us or even stop by. And quickly lock their doors as they zoomed right back to their planets to avoid what we had going on back here. Because <laughs> let's be honest, that's what I would do. I think, like, in my opinion, I don't know, like, I'm 100% certain that there are intelligent life beings out there. Do I think that they've come to our planet? Probably not. Um, I the gal- The universe is so vast and so spread out. That it would, it would take breaking physics to get them here. So I don't believe that they visited us, um, or if they have, it's not directly them who has visited us. It's been like a remote control something or something like that. Like they're not actually here visiting us. Um, I know that's probably safer from them. Let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, and so that might be like what we're seeing, but I did, I 100% believe that there's intelligent life beings out there. Um, we just, we will never be able to reach them because they're physics. So we haven't found a way to break physics yet. So yeah. And there might be our own understanding at least. True. Um, so my other point was, so, but why would all of this be hidden? Because obviously this has been brought up a few times over the past, oh, I don't know, year or two. Um, I've always thought that it could definitely be like the Men in Black quote from Toby Lee Jones's character, because I, I do fully believe that he's right, where he says a person is smart, but people are dumb, panicky, and dangerous animals, and you know it. Mm-hmm. It's a fair statement, because a person can think logically and take in information but all it takes is one person in a group of people to freak out and everybody else starts freaking out right along with them so what certain persons can handle and what people as a whole can handle are often two very different things but who knows maybe it's just hidden because the government likes having control no surely not um or maybe they did, like, they, as in the government, did something really bad and made us enemies of another planet. Who knows? Maybe. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised because, hey, we're human. Uh, <laughs> we're great at that. I mean, for me, I wouldn't mind meeting a different life form and learning a different culture and a, a different planet and how it is. Like, I would find it fascinating and I would enjoy that. But... Not everybody has the same mindset as I do. So, no, yeah, I mean, same. I'd love to meet another life form. Um, but I don't, I don't think other intelligent life form is going to be what we think it's going to be. It, I don't think it's going to be like green alien men or, you know, alien shaped men. 
I think it's going to be more like Hail Mary. If you've ever read that book, Hail Mary. I don't think so. Um, it, it has an alien in it and it's nothing like what we would imagine. And I'm like, you know what? That actually makes sense that intelligent life forms would evolve to look like this. And they look like rock people at the end of the day. They look like rock people, not people, but rock spiders. But it's because like their environment's different. Their gravity is heavier. Mm -hmm. They're, you know, all of that kind of stuff. So you would have to think like what could evolve on other planets is not going to be like, we look at other planets and we're like, Oh, it's a viable planet for life. It doesn't necessarily mean it's our life form. Yeah. And that's one thing that I was listening to. Uh, and that's why we drink. And she was talking, or uh, sorry, they were talking, M was talking about uh, like <laughs> going through astrophysics issues. And they were like, 1% of 1% of 1% of 1% would be sentient enough to be intelligent enough. But the other thought is, okay, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they would be like us. It could be dolphins because dolphins are very smart. Does that mean that their intelligence is geared towards communication with other planets? Not necessarily. They may just be on their planet and be perfectly fine. Heck, maybe they're peaceful. Wouldn't that be nice? Um, Don't come but, here. <laughs> do not come here. It will not go well for you. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just a fascinating thought process. But anyway, so yeah, that's all I got for my my thing. Uh, well, good job. For, I had never heard part. of that. I, I truly thought you were going to have a hard time. Like, I didn't think you were going to have a terribly hard time finding something, but just like a harder time finding something in Alabama. Um, I figured it would be around Huntsville because, you know. The space crap there. Yeah, obviously. Uh, space <laughs> center, a uh, huge aerospace technology area of the, yeah. not just the state, but of the nation. So I was surprised of where it was located. Yeah, me too. For sure. Me too. Of I course, think it would be in some backwoods place where there's like nobody there. They have one Mexican restaurant. <laughs> yeah, such a shame. It's Clinton. <laughs> uh, it's Clinton, uh, which is where I grew up. Um, no, I... I'm just, I don't, I don't, so my opinion on that, that specific scenario, that's like specific case, I don't think, I think they saw something, but I don't think it was aliens. I think either it was testing of some type of new technology and it was not 3000 feet long and it did not move 300 miles, 300 miles <laughs> uh, I mean think know. about it. if you're standing still and something's really high above you it doesn't have to be going all that fast in order for it to seem like it's going really fast yeah true so I don't think it was that it was either that or they all had like you know well that was timely you got a storm coming yeah <laughs> It's, it's we've got a really bad storm going on here right now. Okay. I'm gonna leave that in. Uh, <laughs> that was creepy. It's spooky. This was not the episode for it to be doing that. No, really wasn't. Oh, that was your UFO driving oh, by. Oh yeah, they are just drive by honking. It could have just been like mass hysteria, like the dancing disease, mm -hmm. whatever. Like everybody in a certain town, you you have one person who starts doing something that's you know not normal. Or saying something that's not normal and it just kind of like spirals. So it's either one of those two things, um, in my opinion. So, do well, it, I don't think it was shaped like a banana in any case. I just don't think it was a banana on pulleys. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, when I saw the banana thing, I was hooked. And then when I saw the pulleys thing, I was like, oh, Montana's going to love this story. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm going to name this episode Bananas on Bananas and pulleys. <laughs> That's perfect. That's perfect. Oh my god! Anyway, All right, so it's your great turn. Job. Great job. All right, so I titled my notes uh, "UFO question mark" um, because okay. I had started doing like some like firsthand accounts of UFOs, and then I I found something else, and I was like, "Oh my god, I want to cover this so bad!" And then I realized this is what it, this. I'm just like I love getting you guys in my thought process. I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna do UFOs. I'm gonna do this adjacent thing that kind of 
goes along with UFOs. You know, it seems like you're doing a lot lately of the things that I used to do on the last several ones. So how am I going on theme all of a sudden? Like we've reversed roles the last few times. I'm just going to tell you, I didn't do that this time because I started researching this other subject, which is adjacent to UFOs. And then I was like, oh, this is, this is going to be a a standalone. We can't do this on a joint. Um, So be prepared for that in the future. Uh, Okay. Because I'm, you know, crazy and I can't help myself. Anyways. It's been established. There were so many sightings of UFOs in North Carolina. Like, there's an insane amount of sightings of you. Like, just up until two weeks ago, there are multiple reports of UFOs. What y'all doing? What y'all doing over there? Well. You okay? (laughs) Um, maybe. Maybe not. But I, so I. I was like, okay, I can't like, I was like looking at the most popular ones and I was looking at, I was like, no, let's, let's do something. Let's do something I normally don't do. I'm going to tell you about three recent sightings of UFOs. Okay. Any, are any of them banana shaped? Well, one of them's kind of banana shaped. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? Banana shaped. Uh, I have videos that I'm going to let you watch. Well, around here, yeah. Oh, interactive. I like it. All right. Interactive. And then I have a little surprise for you at the end. Something just a little, just a little. You know how I love surprises. <laughs> that you're not going to be <laughs> expecting. So, uh, all right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump into the first account. These it's are pretty. Sh- I didn't have a long day at work or anything. I know. I know. Well, this isn't going <laughs> to be super long. Um, let's jump into the first one. On January 25th, 2019, a video was uploaded online of what appeared to be a UFO or a UAP. The video uh, the video was captured in Greensboro, North Carolina by Brett Jones, who apparently enjoys taking pictures of birds. I don't know. That was in there. And I was like, um, okay. I'll There's nothing that. wrong with that. Birds are cool. <laughs> you don't like them. But Paul really wants to be friends with the crows that we have around no, here. No, so. I want to be friends with the crows. I like birds. I don't like geese or ducks. Like any any of those like weird water ducks, they can fuck all the way off. Weird water ducks like yeah. geese and ducks. Look, my dad had to pick me up from a sleepover one time because the friend's house that I stayed at, she lived on a farm. And we were playing hide and seek and she decided to release the geese and the ducks. <laughs> and they chased me onto a horse trailer and I stood, I like was, I hid on top of the horse trailer crying for two hours until my dad came to get me. So, First of all, that's terrible that they would let you stay up there for any length of time. They thought it was funny. They're children. I would have thought it was funny, but at the same time, when you started crying, even as a kid, I would have been like, all right, the geese got to go up. This isn't cool. Yeah. Well, my dad came and got me, and I never stayed at that friend's house again. Because oh, shit. Like they attack me, like out, out in public, like that one that jumped well, out of the boat at work, and I I got in trouble for throwing a soda at its head. <laughs> I told Sophia that story, and she was like, "What?" <laughs> I don't know. Security was like, "You can't." You can't attack the ducks. And I'm like, it was attacking me. That's <laughs> actually what she said. She was like, "But it was attacking her." <laughs> Like, how do you what do you want me to what do you want and then there was this other time that i was trying to park at work and this one this one goose he kept following my car and he was like jumping at my car like jumping on my car jumping at my car like i couldn't park i had to call like, security i'm no longer working the in the office today yeah. why is that because go- <laughs> there was, was a, goose a goose and it chased me around the parking lot i can't do it that's all you gotta know anyways back to this story uh he initially described the object as a strange light in the sky near a plane Some people argue it's just a balloon, but Joan says the flashing silver and gold lights make him think otherwise. The video was... Glinda the Good Witch. (laughs) It is Glinda the Good Witch. Uh, Quote, I just saw this flashing light in the corner of my vision. I look over and there's a plane and I saw the flash again, but it was just near it. I already had my camera strapped to me and I started trying to capture it. I told my wife I just saw a UFO and she said, oh yeah, again? But, which makes me think that this dude says he sees a lot of UFOs. They didn't elaborate on this. 
How are you going to say that and then not explain? That's the, yeah. All right. <laughs> sure. Let's keep going. But I guess if you're going to be taking pictures of birds, like you're looking up in the sky, you'd be more. I mean, I thought you know. about that when you said that originally that he, he takes pictures of birds, but yeah. I was, and I was like, well, that gives an excuse as to why he has a camera around his neck and why he has it pointed at the sky. But also, but what, yeah, when I read that, when she says again, you don't get to just leave that in the air and then not address it. No, I know. And that's what I was thinking. And also when, when I was reading this quote, like in my head, I just imagined her going again. (laughs) Well, that my first thought was like, oh no, you can't just leave that. But the second one was like, that sounds like something I would do to Paul. If he came in, he's like, I saw you have fun. I'm like, again, even though he's never said that before. (laughs) Oh, poor Paul. Just, that's just me being a brat. <laughs> but then I look at the video and scroll and I was just like, I have no idea what that is. Some people argue it's just a balloon, but Joan says the flashing and silver gold lights make him think otherwise. If I quote, if I see evidence that it's indisputable for me that it would be a balloon, then yeah. I would say it's just a balloon, but after 10 seconds, I couldn't see it in the sky anywhere. Why would a balloon, if it was just twisting around, why wouldn't I see it again? He said. So he's saying like just a balloon that got off the string or whatever. Yeah. And it just like. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. So here, if you go to this link, you can go watch the video and we'll be right back and get your take on it. All right. So. I can't help but make the comment that it's like, is it a UFO? Is it not a UFO? I don't know. UFO stands for unidentified flying object. And from everything I could tell from the video, nobody can identify what this object is. So thus it's a UFO. I don't know. Why. Yeah. That just kept bugging me every time he kept saying it. I was like, it's unidentified. Nobody can identify what it is. That's the point. People think UFOs um, are alien. Like, I know. But, um, yeah, so that does not look like anything normal at yeah. all like it's it doesn't look like a saucer um it's more like the blimp slash banana shape yeah. but when you can sort of see a clear image and then it like goes translucent because you're seeing like a almost like a flash like he's saying um so yeah i don't really know what to make of it uh definitely weird I wouldn't say it's a balloon. I, th- I think that's a dumb Yeah, dumb I would. Statement. I never. It I doesn't even make sense. That doesn't even make sense. That's stupid. Um, no, no, uh, wait, full offense to anybody that said that. But uh, I, yeah, I don't know. That That's really weird. Um, it almost looks like it's like pure silver and there's something flashing on, not from it, but like off of it. Yeah, like a Does glare. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's to me looked more like what it was rather than like light flashing off of it. Unless it was like fading into like translucent and then solid translucent. And then well, solid. I, I agree with what you said. It's more like a glare. Like it's hit, like the sun's hitting it and mm-hmm. then like with the angle or whatever. So it could just be like some kind of contraption up there. It's just reflecting light at a right, uh, the right angle or whatever. So yeah, that's our, that's our first one. Okay. Um, pretty good pretty good our second i like i like the video piece you added to it that's a nice touch uh the adding some visual to the uh to the story yeah nothing says visual like a podcast Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i love it when the when uh the different ones that i i listen to they'll they'll do this sometimes and they're like, oh my gosh. And they're trying to just like scribe what they're seeing. And it's kind of funny because it's like, for those of you who aren't watching, because some of them actually do YouTube oh, yeah, videos and stuff. Videos. But it's like, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, that's what Montana does to me all the time. Makes me yeah. like watch stuff or listen to stuff and then describe it. Well, yeah, that's the whole point. I want you to describe it in your own words. Because uh, when I look I at know. it, I'm like, oh, space aliens. But then I'm like, oh, that's not what it is. You need to calm down. Anyways, our Maybe. second one <laughs> comes from... William Guy. Uh, William posted a... I love a a person named Guy. Me too. Let's go for it. Uh, He posted a 31... And another door closing. I got got (laughs) more coming. Hang on. (laughs) 
He posted a 31-second video on September 28, 2019, which showed what appeared to be 14 glowing orbs over the water. It was, yeah, and I have a video for this too. It It's real freaky. Um, it was originally filmed on September 18, 2019, while William was aboard a ferry on the Pamlico Sound, which is, it's on the Outer Banks of, you know, North Carolina. Okay. The video is pretty eerie, but debate quickly sprung up surrounding this video, considering there were there are multiple military facilities, including Camp Lejeune and Fort Bragg around that area. It could just be some sort of flare or something used by the military. I'm going to let you watch this and you tell me if you think it's a flare of some sort. I have sort. a feeling that's going to be a no based on the description, but all right. And we'll be right back. All right. So um, initial thoughts. That's a lot of lights all clustered together. So I wouldn't think it would be aircraft, like different aircraft all together. Because yeah. they're And they're also stationary. So they're not moving at all. No, they're not. And, and they're you- all at different heights and different places. So I... I mean, him saying we're in the middle of, of the ocean or whatever. They're I, not in they're the middle not. of the ocean. <laughs> um, but, and and so, like, that claim, I mean, maybe that wasn't pointing towards where the land would be. I, I don't know. But um, just the fact it. that they're, like, just stationary like that and all clustered together. And there wasn't any kind of pattern that I could discern from what I saw. And it didn't, it you know, like when you see a group of lights in a city, you it sort of has a pattern because it's either following roads or it's following a specific plot of land. It didn't look anything like that. It looked completely random and just kind of all clustered in one spot. So it's definitely weird. I mean, I don't know how to explain it, but all, cause all you can see are the lights. So yeah. there's no like shape or anything. It's no, but like it's ship, definitely weird ship that's out there. Anything like that. There's no shape around the lights. What's really when they said it could be like flares or something like that, I was like, I feel like flares move down. Um, no, they go, they go up, up and then they and then go down. slowly down. And they stay up, obviously, because the whole point is so that you can see them. But those lights didn't move the whole time no. that he had the camera on them. I well, mean, I know it's only 31 seconds, so I guess it's possible. But, I mean, I don't feel like they moved at all. Also, they, that's an awful lot of flares all in one spot. Yeah, and they're they're lower down to like the the view of like the horizon, so they're mm-hmm. either really far off and really bright, so that they're higher up, or they're close they're all the them. same brightness to me. Like they were all the same size. Yes. So in theory, if we're going to go with the flare theory, then if you see a lot in different spots because a lot were fired off at different times. I feel like they would be different sizes because I would also feel like the longer they were out, they would start to lose some of the, the fire that the light that it's, it puts off and all of them seemed roughly the same size to me. So that's weird too. Yeah. And look, we're, we're not flare experts on this podcast. Obviously not. But that's just. I only know what I've seen in the movies. Yeah. (laughs) And general ideas of the way they work and then i thought like okay maybe it could be like a building that was off towards the shore or something like that but there's the outer banks doesn't have buildings that would have lights like that and they wouldn't be that clustered together yeah that's that's my point like the way that they're clustered and there's no real pattern to it tells that makes me feel like it's not like street lights or lights well, on a building or something like that. Yeah. And the other, other thing too, is like, it's, it's daytime. Like it's mm-hmm. light outside and, and they're bright. bright. So I don't know. I don't know what that could be. Uh, we'll post a picture. You guys can see it. So alien or not alien. What's my vote? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with neither answer. Technically. I'm going to go with just unexplained. Unexplained. Because okay. just because it's not alien doesn't mean that it's normal either. True. So I feel like there's definitely something abnormal going on there. What that means, I don't know. Yeah. It could just be something that we're not privy to. 
could be some kind of Especially, movie. like you said, if there's bases that are close by. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Could have been All some right. testing going on. So for this last one, I actually found this by mistake. Um, well, it wasn't a mistake. Wait, you made a mistake. It wasn't It wasn't a mistake. I, I literally went to TikTok and I typed in oh, uh, no. UFO <laughs> uh, in North Carolina. So the most recent sighting I found on TikTok, there are so many videos of this across North Carolina of people filming seeing this. And this was three weeks ago. I just want to point out. Um, it occurred on August 17th of this year, 2023, if you're listening to this in the future. And it showed a trail of lights in the night sky that moved in sync. Um, and I'm going to send you a couple of these videos so that you can see. Uh, and then we'll be right back. All right. What'd you see? Bro! <laughs> and then the commentary on it is just so great. Bro! Flying saucer, bro! Who's a UFO, bro? And the case of Natty Lights that was almost gone um, was an indication of why that was the commentary, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I don't know. That was really eerie. And if I'd seen that, I would have been taking some videos too. Um, yeah, just a straight line of bright right. lights like straight line that was entirely too big to be like a plane unless it was entirely too close but it was also an, it was completely quiet on even with the bros there that's the only noise you were hearing you weren't hearing anything in the background so the other ones could have been like not had sound on it but that one obviously did so um the last one you listened to it had background sound so it, you could hear mosquitoes and stuff like that yeah My yeah it's like so, um, I really don't know. This is really weird. Would I say it's alien? That would be, I feel like, almost weirder. Because why would there be so many of them all just together? And if that aircraft, if the craft was that big, I feel like it'd be a little harder to hide. But what if uh, they're just like mini aliens, and they're just, just little things, like, like the the white woman in black that's in the dude's head? Yeah, <laughs> he has the whole universe in the in the jewel. Um, I don't, yeah, I mean, I guess that could possibly be it or a bunch of, of like controlled crafts from another world that got sent here. I don't know. Um, it's definitely weird though, cause it, it moved in complete unison and the first video did show that pretty well. It moved pretty quickly across the sky cause he wasn't moving his camera. Um, and it was completely in unison. Like they didn't get closer and further apart. Like there was no variation. It stayed exactly in the same, um, from what I could tell, looks like they were exactly the same distance apart the whole time. So, uh, I would, I don't know what it was. Well, Definitely something different. That's actually, that is the only one that I can actually say for sure. It's not aliens. Uh, so what was it? Were you, were you flying a bunch of drones? Wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't me this time. Uh, so it turns out uh, they were actually Elon Musk. Um, <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I thought you said we were proving it wasn't alien. Sweet <laughs> <laughs> boy. Um, they were Elon Musk's uh, SpaceX Starlink satellites. Um, the quote, okay, so yeah, moving in in yeah. unison. So okay, so that makes sense. There, if you don't know, they are the quote world's first largest satellite constellation. Uh, they closely orbit Earth to deliver high-speed internet to its customers, according to the SpaceX website. So they do, they're kind of, I don't know that they're actually, I, I haven't, I didn't actually look at them. They're more like drones so that they can get internet out to people who are like doing Mystics. van life in the middle of nowhere, whatever, mm -hmm. and they have the satellite things. So that's, they're on a, if you go to their SpaceX website, you can actually see where all the satellites are and any that are around you. Cause there's like thousands upon thousands of them, but yeah, they were posting like multiple vid, like tons of people were posting videos of like UFOs over North Carolina. And it, it took the same trajectory, like of the videos that were posted of what it said on SpaceX. <laughs> <laughs> SpaceX came out and they were like, so like, hey, thanks for the, the free uh, advertisement. Yeah, Appreciate it. 
But I mean, if you didn't know what it was, you would definitely think that that was. A, I mean, it, I would think it was definitely weird. I would probably look to see if there was anything to find about that. I don't know that I would have necessarily thought it was Elon Musk's, uh, you know, internet. But yeah, I'm not as well informed about that stuff. Uh, I would not be surprised if we looked up there. I was like, look at this weird thing. And Paul's like, oh, yeah, that's this. Yeah. And then just well, walk Paul, right back inside. Paul Because that's the kind of stuff. Well, no, that's the, it's, it's internet based, right? So yeah, he, he knows that kind of stuff because that's kind of what he does. That's part of what he does anyway. So he probably would know if he saw it in the sky, but, um, and, and he would waste no time in telling me exactly what he knew. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I wouldn't feel stupid. I'd be like, oh, good. Now I know. And I don't have to post something and make myself look stupid like, bruh, did bruh. on the, on the, um, tickety talks uh multiple times there was a lot of bro in there there was um almost almost as much as the natty lights that were missing true so i wanted to give you like a resolution on at least one those the first two definitely like i couldn't be i don't think that they could be a satellite i don't think that they well the the second second one definitely couldn't be a satellite just because of the way that the lights were now the first one possibly but it would have to be one that was like falling into the sky yeah it's not like falling towards he caught he caught it with a camera so i don't he didn't have that kind of a camera so i don't think he would have captured that if it was outside of our atmosphere yeah i don't either so first two very questionable and there's tons of videos and stuff like that of things like that around north carolina but those those were a bit easier to digest and they were more of a recent nature. Now I didn't want to just give you firsthand accounts on this episode. Um, and I didn't want to go over like the history of UFOs and crap like that in North Carolina. Cause you guys get enough of that from me. Um, but I did want to give you something a little bit extra off of this. Not just like, those you want to deliver something extra. I know. I, I'm a That's Leo. so unusual. <laughs> I'm a Leo. (laughs) We all know. Um, So off of Bear Creek Road in the hills of the Blue Ridge Mountains, there is a place called the Willis Observatory. Uh, And this is in North Carolina. At the observatory, there are two premium telescopes for stargazing. You can also learn about astronomy and have your own stargazing party, which um, sounds cool. Want to do it? I wouldn't mind. Most importantly, you can see the only UFO landing pad in the United States. Do do tell. (laughs) Has it been used before? There there is a very large field adjacent to the Willis Observatory, which was custom made for the UFO landing. How? How was it custom? How did they know how it should be designed? Well... (laughs) The observatory, this this is what gets me, okay? The observatory. Is it banana shaped? Is, is the landing pad banana no. shaped? No. This, this is quoting directly from their website, by the okay. way. The observatory hopes to average three landings per year. Sir. Bam. It's a sir. His name is Chris. How many have you averaged so far? <laughs> None. (laughs) Uh, Well, the best laid plans start somewhere. You gotta have a goal to know where you're going. Yes. And this landing pad, it's literally like, it's just a grass field that has a sign that says, (laughs) welcome aliens. Um, (laughs) I could have done this in my yard at the old house. And I, could, I missed opportunity. I totally could have done this and just put a sign that said, welcome aliens and been like, start advertising. I, ha- I have my own alien UFO landing pad. Anybody will, needs to use it. Feel free. I watched an interview with this guy <gasps> who runs the observatory and he started the um, landing pad and he said, and they asked him, they were like, why grass? And he goes, Aliens, their ships do better landing on grass. This is based on what information that you have, sir. <laughs> she asked him that and he goes, uh, must have been from a dream. Like, 
<laughs> and like he's serious. He's serious about it. <laughs> I like how it like even his explanation isn't really an ex must have been a dream. Like yeah. you're not even sure for sure how no. you know this so, information. I think that there's a reason that he chose this other than other things. So I'm gonna quote directly Other than other things. Be yeah. more eloquent, please. Concrete, cement, whatever you want to call okay. it. Like whatever you want to use. Um, the, I think there's a reason. I'm going to quote directly from their website for this part. Please uh, do. It's been amazing so far. There are more UFO sightings in Spruce Pine and Mitchell County than anywhere else in North Carolina, which is where this is located. And North Carolina is in the top 10 UFO hotspots in the U.S. It is. Doesn't surprise me. Why not let the field adjacent to Willis Observatory serve a very important purpose? Willis Observatory UFO landing pad is not the first USO UFO landing pad. That honor goes to St. Paul, Alberta's UFO landing pad, built as part of the Canadian con- Centennial Celebration in 1967. St. Paul, Alberta has an official UFO landing welcome site weighing just over 130 tons the large flat concrete structure contains a time capsule to be open on the 100 year anniversary of the pads opening in 2067 hats off to the canadians however they made a big mistake with the concrete aliens prefer grass fields obviously because i found that out in a dream (laughs) maybe so who knows if you're in that area go check out the observatory and um, <laughs> land your spacecraft on the alien the only united states alien landing pad yeah because if the aliens are going to be coming here and they're ufos they're going to listen to this podcast that's <laughs> your glowing recommendation per, yes i mean i would visit chris I, that's all i'm saying um okay so you're welcome that's it your thoughts on aliens i already gave my thoughts on aliens my thoughts on this guy is um he is going to be the newest and greatest cult leader uh fairly soon because Um, that sounded exactly like the kind of thing that a cult leader i don't know i heard in a dream that's about that's about the summation of all the cult leaders it's just like i I was told by who god oh wait wait (sighs) I forgot I am God. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, I misspoke. Anyway, that's wow. Okay. Um, good to know that there's an alien landing pad uh, so close to you. I'll feel know. better when I visit. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind visiting the place because just stargazing is kind of fun. Um, and uh, somehow I'm not surprised that North Carolina is in the top 10. Like, y'all got a lot going on. I, I really do worry Which about you do. a lot. But when I I was looking at like stats and stuff like that, you know, North Carolina is number 10. Also closer to the coast. So I feel like you would see more just in general because of that. We are, but we're also close to like a bunch of military. Like there's a bunch of military bases out here. And apparently Starlink, uh, Elon Musk hovers over all of our cities at some point. He's watching you. Um, But the other thing that I found interesting when I was looking up like statistics for like UFO sightings in the United States. Uh, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina is in the top three. And Myrtle Beach, obviously, it's on the coast, which is where we see a lot of these sightings that Mm -hmm. I pointed out earlier. I wonder if that, if if for no other reason, just because you have so much distance that you can see out whenever you're on a coast, um, because you don't have all the trees and stuff that's blocking your view. So I wonder if that's a lot to do with it, just because you can just see so much further and around either that or aliens like dc fishing that's you know maybe aliens are coming here and they're talking to the dolphins and the fish because they're really the smartest ones on the planet let's be honest i mean if we're going by a hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy i'm saying that's where i was leaning i'm glad you caught that i got it (laughs) such a great series love it so much so that's our ufo episode um a little bit whimsy, a little bit it, fun. It was fun. Wait, I, I, I was my suggestion this time, and I'm very glad that we did it because I needed this. Me too. Lighthearted, fun episode. 
So. I'll, I'll be bringing something not so lighthearted and fun on my next one. So, oh, good. I'll have to figure out something dark and terrible for our joint. Um, so, oh. Samantha, where can they find us on the socials? Uh, you can still find us on Facebook and Instagram at Reaper Tales Podcast. Uh, what about email? You can email us at reapergals at reapertales.com. Email us um, your alien UFO sightings. Um, Please. I'd love to hear about them. Uh, yeah. That's all, That's you, all you want. Email. That's all you want. That's all I want this <laughs> week. Well, um, in that case, please also, please, please, please rate, review, subscribe, all of the things. If you want to leave a written review, because we, I did go crazy because we mentioned it and I did check them out. We don't really don't have that many. Um, so if you want to just, you know, toss us a bone or something, that would be appreciated. But we do love you just for listening. You don't have to do all of those things. But if you do those things, it does help other people to find us. So if you like us and you think other people might like us too, if you don't mind doing those things, it helps us out and helps those people out. Yep. Um, and until next time, we love you. Made it. Bye. The reaper will come for us all.